Hello, and welcome to my Hardest Best Times podcast, where I talk about hard challenges you might face throughout life and ways to notice or get through those tough times. I'm your host, Charlotte. Today's first ever episode, The Loss of Uncle Dan, I will take you on a very personal journey. I hope this episode teaches you about the stages of grief, but from the perspective of a kid. I know that can be a depressing subject to think and especially learn about, but have you ever thought about what it might feel like for a child to lose a family member? Well, listen in. I'm starting this episode off on one of the worst days I can remember. The Hardest Best Times podcast with your host, Charlotte. What felt like a regular Sunday morning, at first, I was watching TV with my siblings on our old brown couch. I then heard the bells on our basement door jingle. I knew my mom was home, and this time, something just seemed wrong. Mike! She screamed in a tearful voice, her words echoing off our stairs. What is wrong? I questioned to myself. Soon enough, my dad's footsteps echoed as he rushed quickly down the stairs. I could tell he knew something was wrong as well. Immediately, I thought of the worst things that could have happened. Was my sister okay? Did something happen to someone else? I then heard my older sister crying. I felt like she never cried. Something was definitely wrong. Stay upstairs for a few minutes, my dad said in a stern voice. My siblings and I locked eyes. They were just as confused as I was. I could only hear faint whispers, and my dad let out small tears. One foot set on the bottom of the stairs, and slowly both my parents and my sister came to our kitchen. My mom's eyes were swelling from her tears. Oh no, I thought. My dad set me and my siblings onto our couch. The room had suddenly drained of any sort of light of light or color. It felt like our furniture had known what happened. My dad talked slowly, barely making a sound at first. Your mom and Caitlin, they were on their way home uh, when she got a call from your Uncle Dave, said my dad. His eyes were locked with the floor. Uh, well, your, your Uncle Dan, I mean, he, he had a, he had a seizure, and they, they, they couldn't save him. My dad choked on his words. The room went silent. Not even the TV was making a noise. The birds outside went silent as well. I felt like I could hear a pin drop. No, 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 no. I thought, this isn't true. That can't happen. You're kidding. No, 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 no. All of these things raced through my mind. I couldn't help myself. Like a rainforest, my tears flooded out.
The car ride felt like hours. It was depressing and dead silent. We arrived at the old weathered brick church. I spotted a line of people wearing gloomy dark suits and girls wearing midnight black dresses. I cannot believe this is real. I just hope this is the last funeral I will ever have to go to. We got out of that dispiriting car and the cold, crisp October air brushed along my face. Soon, random people and bolt up to my family and gave them sincere hugs. I'm so sorry for your loss. He was such a good guy, stated the strangers over and over again, like a broken record. I never knew just how many people loved and cared about my uncle, I thought. We then took our seats around the pictures and arrangements. My Aunt Annie walked slowly up to the pedestal. Hello, I'm Annie, Daniel's sister, she said in a shaky voice. I'm here to talk to you a little bit about him. As you all know, he loved golf. He spent most of his life caddying. She narrated, her voice quiet and jittery. I glanced at my mom, her eyes looking heavy and on the verge of tears. I'd never seen her like this. It did not feel like my mom. I then peeked at my aunts and uncles. They all looked the same way. I then felt my eyes droop and start to water. I had never felt this way for anything before. I could tell my mom couldn't take it anymore as she bolted to her sister on the stage. She gave her a big bear hug that brought everyone in my family zipping to join them. We cried and squeezed each other like a child with a stuffed animal. The hug was filled with so much love and sympathy. Months after my uncle passed, still groggy from sleep, I peered out our window overlooking the fresh blanket of snow. Branches laden with drifts of neon white snow dangled precariously close to the ground. Everything was blinding white. In a sudden flash, I saw a brilliant crimson red cardinal fly past the window. I watched it land on the snow-covered branches and marveled at the stunning sight. My eyes locked on the cardinal for what seemed like minutes. They drifted away as my dad stomped down the stairs, pulling my attention from the cardinal. Later that same night, snuggled in my PJs, I glanced quickly out the window, but the full moon stopped my gaze. I stared into the beaming light popping out from the moon. A sudden remembrance burst into my mind. I stared deeply into the moon as I thought about the time my grandmother once told me, weeks after my uncle's passing, that he was born on the brightest moon she can remember. Whenever you see one, just know he's watching over you, making sure you make the right decisions. She spoke in such a soft voice. My mind then wandered to the morning before, staring out my window as the cardinal erupted from the trees. That was another sign. 
My grandmother had once pointed out another similar sight, the most beautiful cardinal I had ever seen. Cardinals are another sign that Uncle Dan is coming to say hi. He's watching over you again, she murmured. I flashed the present, thinking of the many times I'd seen cardinals and was blinded by full moons. He was always watching me, making sure I made the right decisions. I thought about how, even though he might not be here with me, he's always going to stay in my heart and travel with me wherever I go. In Amy Morin's article on Very Well, Signs of Grief in Children and How to Help Them Cope, she explains many ways to know if your child is going through grief. Children grow through the stages of grief much differently than adults, as she explains. When an adult grieves, it seems to be ever-present, even in the moments of happiness. Children, however, often seem fine one moment and become very upset the next because their brains don't seem to cope with sadness for a long period of time. Children don't understand that they have lost someone. And here are some things children do when someone they love passes. Number one, they might have difficulty concentrating in school or activities, sleeping problems, clinginess, anxiety, and feeling abandoned. They might, you might see some changes in behavior and play they might feel guilty, asking questions like, was it because I told them to go away once? Amy emphasizes many ways to help children cope with grief and loss. For example, being honest is one of the best ways to help them. Letting them know that their loved one is not going to come back, even though they might not understand. Be patient and just let them know so that over time they recognize it. Amy also includes details on why a child might not see that a person has passed away. For instance, maybe a child has watched many TV shows where a character dies and comes back to life, which can easily confuse the child and make it seem like that person will be coming back. Amy's research in her article gives lots of information stating the signs of grief in children and ways to help which I can relate to because of going through a similar situation as a child. I learned a lot about going through death at a young age, which at first I couldn't really process. But reading Amy's article gave good information that I can now relate to. Every child going through grief needs a support system, which I was very lucky to have when going through my uncle's passing. My whole family went through that same event, which helped me a lot in grieving. I got to share my emotions much easier because everyone could understand. Thank you so much for listening to my first ever episode of The Hardest Best Times. I hope you learned a lot about my story and some knowledge on losing a loved one at a young age. If you want to check out Amy's article for yourself, then go to the website very, very well and look up signs of grief in children, how to help them cope. I hope to see you all again in our next episode. Stay tuned. Bye.
Thanks for listening. Keep updated on our next awesome episodes. Also, credits to Mrs. Garrett's amazing podcasting teaching skills.